Hello there and welcome back everyone. It's the most influential speaker from the House of M. Let's open up the icebox and see what we can find. We're going to find some good stuff today on this episode. I have some huge excitement that's going to downpour on your souls because of the things that I have been creating in Inspired Creations HOM. This is going to be amazing. That's going to wrap up the show, though. So before I get into those big announcements and my feelings on those announcements, let's take a few look, few looks. Let's take a, let's reconsider, let's think about and talk about some of these other things first. I want to talk about probably something that no one's even heard of because I barely heard of it. I only heard of it today via um, a social media outlet. I'm not even going to tell you what the social media outlet is. Do you want to know why? Because you don't care. I'm talking about DC Fandome. apparently had this fandom thing go off this weekend. Um, what's the date today? So today's the 23rd. I know that because this was also the birthday weekend of my little princess. Yeah, she turned 13. Oh my God, the bandit is 13 years old. I have a teenager. Another one, a teenage girl though. Oh my God, God help me, right? Oh my gosh, she's wonderful. I love her to death. I love her to death. She is fantastic. She has, she always has an answer to the things I say. And I, of course, have an answer to her replies. We, wow, I love her. She's awesome. Anyway, happy birthday to my little girl out there. Um, okay, so what was that? DC fandom. So this happened this weekend, and I only found out about it again because of a social media thing. And I wasn't even aware that this was going down. So I, I still can't tell you what exactly it was other than they were granting access to view it at dcfandom.com probably for 24 hours. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Just Google search it. Uh, this was DC's meager attempt to promote their comic book stuff, their movies, and um, their TV shows, right? Um, but I, I barely heard about the thing. So, uh, you know... I don't know if they didn't just blitzkrieg the heck out of this. I mean, I think I think I blitzkrieg my stuff more than what DC Fandome did. And here's my thing. I don't know why they... It, it's literally pronounced DC Fandome. And I heard it because I saw it on a commercial tonight. Fandome. What are they trying to do? Be clever? By adding an E to the end of the word fandom? Right? DC Fandom? I would have just had it at that. Fandome? Fan dome, ridiculous. I, I it's DC though. It's not my thing, right? It's Marvel. I'm a Marvel guy through and through. However, nothing wrong with a good sense of competition in DC Comics. That's what you're all about. You have tremendous characters. Tremendous characters. Now I'm gonna say Marvel's probably Marvel probably has better characters. <laughs> But, they, well, they do, and for reasons, right? I mean, okay, I can hear all the DC people say, oh, be quiet, you Mr. Marvel man. DC Comics are way better than Marvel. And I'll be like, well, that's your opinion. Guess what? And you're entitled to it, and I'm entitled to mine. The thing is, no, I don't think, yeah, I'm looking around in my icebox right now. No, there's no one here to tell me shut up. All you got to do to make me shut up is press stop on this podcast, and then you'll make me shut up and never have to hear from me again. But until you do that, you are going to be victim <laughs> to my opinion. And I'm just going to tell you what I found to be entertaining in the DC Fandome um, Expo. I don't even know what it was. A web thing? It wasn't. It was all virtual. I guess it was... Uh, pre-recorded according to my cousin and I'm, I'm not going to fact check him I'm just going to trust him so here's what I liked about DC Fandom
number one, they released a trailer, a second trailer for Wonder Woman 84. And I really, I was looking forward to this movie ever since the first trailer because of that music. It is fantastic. My God, it was so fantastic that I immediately went to iTunes to buy it and it wasn't even available yet because of what it was a re-release date or a predetermined date in the future um, that uh, wasn't available yet. I, just, I couldn't buy it and I wanted to buy it. I was like, iTunes, take my money. Here it is. I want that soundtrack. But I didn't. So I had to wait and I eventually bought it and it's so cool. The second trailer came out and I was expecting, I don't know why, I was expecting the same music to come in uh, to play, but it didn't. They had a different uh, musical score for this. Not bad. I just missed the first one. Um, that's the only criticism I have of the of the new trailer. Other than that, it looked fun. It looked you you got to see uh, Max Lord, you got to see Cheetah, in both forms. So if you haven't checked out this trailer yet, please go do so. Um, it looks it looks pretty darn good. And again, I still say Wonder Woman. Uh, the Wonder Woman movie franchise in the DCEU, that stands for DC Extended Universe, I think. I don't know, their movie movieverse. Um, it looks it looks really good. You got to go see it. It's on YouTube. Go find it on YouTube. Uh, Wonder Woman 84, second trailer. There you go. Um, but Cheetah looks awesome. Uh, I, I think uh, <laughs> I was actually a little bit leery when I first saw it because I was like, oh, boy. All, all I could think of was the movie Cats that, that came out with a live um, action cats, you know, on the, uh, it, the the ridiculous movie. If you've seen it, I'm sorry you had to see it. I didn't even see it. I didn't even waste my time with it. I tell you that. Um, but I was thinking of that. But thankfully, Cheetah looks better than the cats performance on the movie Cats. I'm done saying cats, by the way. Um, so Cheetah will look. She looked really cool, scary. Quick glimpses of her. You couldn't really get a good peek at how she looks exactly because of the quick uh, cuts that they did with her. But you did get to see you did get to see a slow motion shot of Cheetah attacking Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman dodging, grabbing her mane, and throwing her to the ground. And you also got to see Wonder Woman in her kingdom come golden armor. Oh my gosh, she looks awesome. So that was a great thing to come out of DC Fandom. Um, again, go check out that trailer. It's very, very fun. Um, the other trailer that I want to mention is for The Batman. And, you know, okay, so they keep going to the well with this, and they've done so many movies now of Batman. I mean, God bless DC, you know. It's a cash grab, right? So this movie is now titled The Batman. Like, that's really going to differentiate it to the masses. Um, no one's going to know, okay, is this Michael Keaton's Batman? Is this Chris Nolan's Batman? Is this Ben Affleck Batman who's coming back as Batman? No, it's not. It's a completely different Batman, I believe. Oh, see, I'm not even sure. That's how well of a that's how good of a job they're doing with this. It's And it's okay. I mean, if you know DC Comics... They have, uh, you know, the multiverse, and you can say this Batman is of this universe, and Ben Affleck Batman is of this universe. The Justice League movie universe is its own thing. This Batman is its own. It, it's crazy. It is crazy. But they have that scapegoat. The thing is, the general public, they don't always know that, and they're going to try to associate this Batman with the Justice League Batman with the Flashpoint Batman. You didn't even know there was a Flashpoint Batman, did you? Well, that's why it gets confusing. DC's got to figure that aspect out. So far in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, the MCU, they've done a great job streaming all of these characters into a seamless timeline, a seamless universe. DC has not done that, which is why, one reason, why they've been suffering and playing catch-up. So, anyway... The Batman trailer comes out, and despite everything I just said, um, it looked intriguing. Uh, it doesn't. It's it's all. It's again. It's Batman, so it's expected, but it's all like you know dark, um, and you know, even uh, Nolan's Batman had wasn't like dark as midnight, you know. Um, but this the Batman was, but it still looked okay. I I really I'll tell you my favorite part of it in a moment, but. It looks like it's going to be bringing to us 
the Riddler, the Penguin, and even Catwoman. So they're reintroducing a brand new Batman to the masses and introducing the reintroducing technically, I guess, the Riddler, Penguin, and Catwoman. That is quite a daunting task to do. But God bless them, they're going to try because there's money to be made, money to be made, always, always money to be made, and they're going for it. Here's the favorite part. Here's my favorite part in the in the trailer. So <laughs> it's my favorite part because it reminds me of something in the Marvel Universe. Um, there's this guy that says, what are you? And he looks all, you know, he's a... He's got no hair. He's a thug. He's got half his face painted white. He's behind or in front of a gang of other people that look like him and, you know, just weird stuff. And then Batman comes up, grabs one of the gang members, slugs him into the face, slugs him into the stomach, hits him a couple more times, slams him to the ground, and then continues to pummel his face. And then he says, I'm vengeance. That's exactly how he sounded. You don't even have to watch the trailer anymore for that part anyway, because that's exactly how he, how he sounded. You want to hear it again? Here. I'm vengeance. That's, I, I might be Batman. I might be Batman. I don't know. Um, but that was my favorite part, and here's why. Because it was very reminiscent, of, to me anyway, and other people, because I saw people saying this too, uh, to, to the Netflix's Marvel's Daredevil with Charlie Cox and uh, the, his, the role that made Daredevil famous, I'd say. Um, and um, the, how, the way they choreographed their, their fight scenes, uh, I, they're unforgettable. They really are. If you haven't seen Daredevil on Netflix, my God, what are you waiting for? Go watch it. But yes, um, it was reminiscent of that, and that's great. That is great because that street-level fighting um, is something I could get behind with Batman um, and I don't even I don't even know like what level Batman is at coming into this movie. I don't know if he's like brand new or if he's been established. It sounds like he might have been established already. So yeah, it's convoluted. I don't know. But the trailer looked really good. Some creepy things with the uh, with the Riddler. He's leaving like clues, and it's really good because I mean it's they're not jokes. They're they're riddles. So it's, it's like he's gonna have to bring uh, Batman's gonna have to bring his detective game. Uh, big time to this movie, and I hope he does, and I hope they really, really play into that. Um, the Penguin. I think he, I didn't have anyone to talk to about this, but I think he was in the trailer, and um, the actor that plays him, you could barely tell it was him. At least I could. I couldn't, anyway. I can't even remember who, what that actor's name was. Hang on a second. I'll Google him. Let me Google search this. Who plays the Penguin in the movie The Batman? All right, here we go. Let's see what they say. Um, Colin Farrell. Thank you very much. Hey, good old Google. Notice I didn't use Siri. Stupid Siri. Um, so if if that was him in the in the in the uh, trailer, you couldn't even tell it was him. It was he was eerie. You couldn't. It was. It looked like the penguin. You know. Um, and again, now now if I have people tell me, um, hey idiot, the penguin wasn't even in the trailer. Well, I'm sorry. I thought I saw the penguin. Um, and that was him. Well, you hear something. If if that other villain in the movie in the trailer is the Riddler, well, that doesn't look like the Riddler either. So bear with me. If I made a mistake, I made a mistake. But um, it didn't look like the Riddler, a typical Riddler. But it looked interesting. It looked very interesting. So um, I'm definitely going to go see it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how. I don't know if theaters are going to be opened up by then either. Uh, same thing for Wonder Woman. I'd love to see Wonder Woman in the theater. Uh, but I don't know when these things are going to be available or how they're going to be available. But they're all for 2021, so we got we got some time. The last thing I want to mention about DC fandom that I thought was interesting, at least that I know about anyway, um, was something I boasted to uh, my cousins about saying, hey, if, if they want to make a mark, then this is what they got to do. And they did it. People. They released a teaser trailer for the movie black adam now i know what you're thinking who's black adam i never heard of this black adam adam of the black black of the adam who is this black adam well you'll find out soon enough and he will become a household name just like i said 
the Guardians of the Galaxy would become a household name, right? Groot, Rocket, all those guys. They became household names. Star-Lord, Drax, Gamora. Household names. Black Adam. If you've never heard of Black Adam before now, you will. Want to know one major reason why? Because Dwayne Johnson is playing Black Adam. Yeah, that's right. That Dwayne. The Rock, people. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. The Great One. The Brahma Bull. Dwayne Johnson is playing Black Adam. Black Adam looks amazing. You only see concept art in the teaser trailer. But The Rock is already boasting everything you know about heroes will be blown away by his anti-hero. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, he said something like that. I don't know. Um, but it was amazing. And he's already boasting that fact. Well, of course he's boasting that fact. Why wouldn't he? He's publishing. He's 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 uh, publicizing his movie. Of course he's going to say great things about it. Well, I know that. Okay, I know that. But it still sounds awesome coming from The Rock's mouth. He is into it. He even winked at us in one version. Oh, God, The Rock is going to be awesome as Black Adam. I want to see. I want to see Black Adam versus Superman. Of course, everyone wants to see that. I can't remember that actor's name either. Who plays super who plays Superman? Let's see what it says. I'll probably get Christopher Reeve. Oh no, I didn't. Uh Henry Cavill. There you go. There's 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 the actor's name. Um I want to see that Superman. I want to see Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's Superman face off against Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam. That is the fight we should be building to. That is the fight that will get the masses to cherish the DC Extended Universe. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Okay, well, there's one. I'm sure I'm that, that's not the only one, but I, that's what I'm saying. It's the people's champ, people. Black Adam is, he's, he's very powerful. You, you heard of the movie Shazam? If you did and seen it, that's what Black Adam is. He has all of that power with an adult mind. And this Black Adam, as the teaser suggests, has gone through terrible things. Imprisonment. Fighting for a nation. To liberate a nation. To get the people behind an anti-hero. He does what's necessary to get the job done, which is what makes him the anti-hero. And the reason why he versus Superman will be epic, because I know everyone's saying right now, well, Superman has a son. All he has to do is go to the sun, re-energize, come back down, and layeth the smacketh downeth on Black Adam. No, 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 no. Because Black Adam's power, his strength, is magic-based. And other than kryptonite, what is Superman's Achilles heel? Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's magic. Oh my god, I will buy tickets to see that in a the theater. I will even buy tickets surrounding the perimeter of my seat so I don't have to be near people unless I want you to be next to me and then I'll then I'll you're you're fine no no worries about there but other people I get away from me I want to see Henry Cavill's Superman versus Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam that movie will be fantastic okay not to take away from the teaser because that's I just told you what I want to see and I'm entitled to my opinion right I remember I looked around earlier in the show there's no one else here to tell me to shut up well I'm not shutting up. So, 
the rest of the tra trailer or teaser, I should say, goes about the history of Black Adam. You'll see why he's an anti-hero. You'll see the Black Adam just triumphantly return. And I guess the team he faces off against in the Black Adam movie is the JSA, not the JLA. I know, right? DC <laughs> Extended Universe, very confusing. Let's make it more confusing by getting a team called the JSA, not to be confused with the JLA. Again, if you're in comics, you read comics, you probably know the difference. But to the general public, that which is what you're trying to appeal to, it's difficult. The JSA stands for the Justice Society of America. It's the earlier group of the Justice League of America that you saw in theaters with, with you know, the wonderful Aquaman, right? Everyone's favorite, the shirtless Aquaman. Woohoo! The guy that says, um, my man. <laughs> Best line ever in cinematic history. My man. <laughs> says Aquaman. Oh, what a great flick. Okay. Um, but yes, so the Justice Society of America. Um, which features Adam Smasher. Um, uh, it, it, who else did they show? I didn't even remember. I know they showed a picture of Adam Smasher. Um, shoot. Stargirl? Is Stargirl in there? I can't remember. You can look it up. Do yourself a favor and look it up. I don't even care because it's Black Adam. All right, Dwayne Johnson's in it. I'm seeing it. I. It's only going to build. He's already teased that he wants to fight Superman, for God's sakes. We are overlooking the fact that Black Adam is is the rival of Shazam. Black Adam will show how dominant he is by making quick work of Shazam. And here's the reason why. Don't get angry at me. I'm only speaking the truth. Black Adam will make quick work of this DCEU's Shazam because of experience alone. Shazam... He's a kid. Black Adam, he's dominant. Right after that fight, the world will see what kind of a threat Black Adam is, and they will send Earth's champion. Superman. Okay, uh, something else that's been happening in my life that I definitely want everyone to know about. Um, you may not care. It is your job. It is your right to not care. But I don't care. So a lot, a lot of care, careless things going out there. All right, here's why you don't care. Because it revolves a toy property called Masters of the Universe. <laughs> something from the early 80s. Um, but this property was probably the very first property to be instrumental to my livelihood. Other properties that are instrumental to my livelihood are Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z. But first, Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe came first, which is why it's still, to this day, um, let's see, and then 2020, I'm going to be that. So I'm 42 right now. Masters of the Universe has always been a part of my life. I've always been a fan. I've defended it. I recorded a MP3 story and submitted it to the Two-Headed Nerd. And they played that voice or my MP3 on air and they loved it. They said I knocked it out of the park. They loved it. Masters of the Universe is phenomenal. Well... In 2020, with all these other things going on, the Masters of the Universe decided to come back into my life. Technically, it never left. You've always had my heart, He-Man. <laughs> um, but they came back, and this is how, in toy form. And not just any toy form, right? Super 7 launched a waves of Masters of the Universe figures that I pretty much never got because they sold out. They were too expensive. Um, it, they were hard to get. You had to buy a whole line to get, you know, one figure. You had to buy five figures. You couldn't buy them individually. All, a lot of convoluted mess. Thank you, Super 7. You stink. But they did produce good toys. They look really good. Um, but this one, this wave is coming out to regular retailers. 
Sort of. It was just released in August. We're still in August, I guess. Early August here. I can't remember the date. I just look it up. You go- Everyone has Google, okay? So when I can't give you a detail on something, well, if you really care, you don't. But if you really care, then you can Google it yourself. I, I'm too busy. I am too busy. I can't do it right now. I'm thinking. I'm thinking all the time. I got creations coming out of my wazoo. So pardon me if I skimp on some details. Forgive me. You won't. But that's okay. So it came out in early August. And they're only coming out to Walmarts right now. Not a big deal. The common solution to this problem would be to go to Walmart.com and pre-order your figures. And pre-orders, they did list. Oh, but pre-orders, they sold out. And then when the toys went live, the venue to order them through Walmart.com, they were still sold out. And when you checked to see in stock, oh, I'm sorry, even before that, when you clicked on the in stock alerts to get in stock alerts to your sent to your lovely email, they never came. And then when you see them in stock at various Walmart locations and go to those Walmart locations, they weren't in stock. Quite the contrary. They were totally redoing their toy departments. Well, that's why you couldn't see it. Because they were redoing everything, you madman. Use that brain that's on your head. Okay, dude. I didn't ask for your opinion. But I got it. You're going to get mine. I don't know. You know. I've had retail experience because I've pretty much worked retail my entire life. So when new product comes out, yes, you are susceptible to it coming off of the trailer and down that, that line of goodness into pallets so you can stock them on the shelves. And if they don't, you get to hear about it from customers, right? You do. Okay, I get that part of it. But if they're supposed to launch on a certain date and those stores don't even have the planogram set for it, that's just disrespectful. And you don't disrespect me. Ever. Well, you can, because anyone who's listening to this, if you do disrespect me, um, I'll never find out, right? So go ahead. I don't care. Um, But I was upset. I couldn't find these things. And then when I make several trips out to these stores to look for them, didn't find them. I did not find them at all. So I began to be sad, become sad. I got sad. It was disappointing. Used to it, though, right? Until. Until. The queen of the House of M. Went to a Walmart. For groceries or what have you. But she's the kind to also look for Masters of the Universe toys for me. She's awesome like that. And what did she find? Ladies and gentlemen, she found Prince Adam and the Sky Sled. Ladies and gentlemen, she found Battle Cat. Ladies and gentlemen, the queen of the House of M found Skeletor. How does she do that? Does she have some radiant glow about her that attracts masters of the universe toys to her soul? What does she do? Cast certain spells out there to elicit masters of the universe toys to the toy shelves of the Walmarts she goes to? Whatever she does, it worked, and I am happy for it. She picked all those up for me, and this guy came home from a tough day at work only to be extremely, extremely appreciative of what she had done. She had done the impossible. I just told you everything I did. Now, there's still toys out there. I still have to get He-Man, Beast-Man, Man-at-Arms, Tila, and Evil-In. But, she made it a little easier by getting Battle Cat, 
Prince Adam and the Sky Sled, Skeletor, and Battle Cat. I don't know if I repeated one of those. I might have repeated one of them. But she got them for me, and I thank, I was very thankful. It made my day. It gave me hope. And what do you have if you don't have hope, right? You got to have hope. So I'm still looking to get the rest of them. I want to open these up. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, these toys are amazing. They're, they're amazing. They have the original artwork from the original toys on the carded figures. The painted artwork is on there. The backs are wonderfully illustrated. Oh, God. It literally took me back to that one Christmas morning where we got the entire line of Masters of the Universe figures, Castle Grayskull, and Point Dread and the Talon Fighter. And the Attack Track. In one Christmas. I still remember that Christmas. So I'm going after these Masters of the Universe Origins toys that are exclusive to Walmart currently. They will be opened up to other retailers in 2021. They're already releasing, I think it's 2021. Shoot, I can't remember now. Because I think they're releasing another wave of figures, which includes Manny Faces, Trapjaw, Orko, and Scareglow. Oh my God. Yeah, that's right. They're doing Scareglow already too. And I can't remember if they if the street date was this year yet, late like in the fall, or if it's going into 2021. I think the release date for Wave 2 is this year yet. But it's being opened up to other retailers in 2021. I think that's what it is. Again, you want, you want to find out? I'm not going to give you hints. I've already had how many people take these toys away from me trying to find them. When the queen went there, she found a clocker. A clocker in all his obese glory. <laughs> Listen to me. Like, I should talk, right? Anyway, um... The, the, I mean, I'm here. I'm seeing pictures of like end caps stocked with Masters of the Universe toys. I've seen pictures of people um, putting pictures of the entire collection that they just bought. Hey, look what I found at my Walmart. And I'm like, here, I'm jealous because I'm sad you got them and I don't. Oh, they're wonderful. They're out there. I will buy them all. I will buy them all. I'm going after them all. I will get them all. It's amazing. Those figures are amazing. And they also just released these little Castle Grayskull mystery packs, or blind packs that have like little mini Masters of the Universe in there. I'm not going crazy to get those, but I did see one and I picked one up because it Castle Grayskull in like mini form was fantastic looking. I'm still going crazy trying to find the Mega Constructs Masters of the Universe. They're like little the the um uh the other company that does lego type figures it's that it's that it's that essentially you can build lego vehicles and they have little mini figures but it's called mega constructs i'm still looking for those as well because they've released a scare glow that i've never seen um and i'm looking but anyway there's tons of masters of the universe is back bear with me because they are truly my first love my first passion <laughs> and there's still a masters of the universe cartoon coming out on netflix done by kevin smith to be a direct sequel to the original cartoon 2020 you brought us masters of the universe and the most influential speaker from the house of m thanks you Okay, well, I'm apparently hitting the 33-minute mark here, so I got to wrap this up. But before I do, I must tell you why I am most excited at this point in my life, uh, creative life, whatever. I'm excited right now. Okay, I don't, I don't want to bog you down with details again, right? That's not my job. That's Google's job. But ladies and gentlemen, I set out to have a goal, and that goal was to be able to provide what I'm calling a program to be potentially released every day of the week, Monday through Friday. When I first started this podcast called The Icebox, I wanted to do a podcast monthly, weekly, um, and, and, and that's all. I just wanted to get it out there. And I failed at that miserably. However, certain podcasts that started 
around the time that I launched my own, they're gone. And I'm still here. One of those podcasts, I'm really glad, is gone because they were a hypocrite. I'm not even going to say the name of the podcast because they don't need that much attention brought to it. But I'm still here, and I'm still doing the Icebox podcast. Then came Comic Complex. Comic Complex was my other podcast that I still do. I know it's not nearly as frequent as the Icebox, but I still do. And that one talks about comic books, first appearances, anything about comic books, but it's strictly comic book related. And I loved it. That podcast has gone through many reiterations, too, to revitalize the the form of it. I remember used to just kind of literally narrate parts of the comic, comic book. I would read off solicitations that were coming out for uh, new comic books on Wednesdays. Now it's gotten to the point where it's I'm, I, I want to review a comic, talk about some first appearances that I've, or anything I've made a button uh, that's comic book related to, and uh, just just talk about the medium. So there were two programs, and then I developed Revelations. Now Revelations was a departure from the podcast because. It was meant to be on YouTube. And YouTube was, you know, uh, a crazy, it still is, a crazy venue. Um, You can find anything on YouTube, all kinds of weird, great, wonderful, lousy stuff. (laughs) And I wanted to join the fray. And Revelations enabled me to show off, um, in a good way, not in a like, haha, I got this, you did it. No, but in a good way, just to show you some awesome-looking toys to share in the fun and excitement of opening an action figure uh, or Pokemon cards and just share that with you, to be able to share some fun with you. Yeah, literally, just you. And I got that out there. And that's the time where I started thinking it would be awesome if I could do these three programs, the Icebox, Comic Complex, and Revelations, in some kind of consistent fashion, but then be able to do and generate a program that could come out Monday through Friday. One new and different program each day of the regular week. And then it happened. I had another idea. So currently, one podcast talks about anything I want, and that's this one. This is the Icebox. Another podcast that just talks about comic books. And then I went on to YouTube to show off some great fun action figures, comic books, Funko Pops, Hot Wheel cars, Pokemon cards. Three different programs, three very different forms of content, all family friendly. That is key. The fourth idea came, and it became Fractured Games. Now, Fractured Games is a YouTube thing. Fractured Games is something that everyone does. It's someone playing a video game while you watch it. Okay, I know what you're thinking. When I first saw that, when my kids were watching people playing video games, I was like, what are you doing? Play the video game yourself and have some fun. There's a lot of garbage ones out there. And when I say garbage, they're, they're like millions of views. So they're, they're set. But they're garbage, I think, because they're annoying. There are some that are actually very well done as well. I wanted to be able to do one of my own and not make it annoying and just like the other three programs that I've developed, be an avenue for fun. I try to keep my shows, my YouTube shows, shorter than the normal stuff out there. I really try to keep it within a half hour and I went, I expanded it to a half hour because uh, the two programs that I've just developed um, are tough to keep within within that uh, time constraint. Revelations, generally no problem. 
I'll be able to get that show done in like seven to 15 minutes, which is great because you just put it on, you watch it, you're done, right? Fractured games, depending on the gameplay that I'm actually doing, can take a little bit longer. But here's the thing. I don't just stream it like on Twitch or Discord or whatever other gaming, whatever preferred gaming methods there are. I do it on YouTube, but I do it on YouTube specifically so I can take the recordings that I do and edit them down to be entertaining. At least that's my goal. So I might be playing for an hour, but you're only going to see a half hour of footage. And believe me, sometimes it takes more than that just to give you 10 minutes of footage, all right? Charlie Huckle knows all about that. Don't you, Charlie Huckle? <laughs> okay. Um, so that's his job. That's not my job. I, I'm just I'm just the talent, right? I, 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 put, I put myself into the content. Charlie Huckle gets to deal with all the post junk. He gets to put all these things together. He makes the he has to do the edits, he has to do the cuts, the segues, the music, everything. He has to post them. I do none of that because I'm too busy. I don't want to get my fingers dirty and do all that stuff. That's what Charlie Huckles for. And before you get upset at me, I pay him very well. So he has a job to do. I pay him. That's that. So that's the difference maker. My Fractured Games is short and sweet and to the point to make you laugh and smile. All of my content, Icebox, Comic Complex, Revelations, Fractured Games, they are there for one reason, and that's to make you smile, be entertained, escape reality for a little bit, and laugh. So Fractured Games came out, and guess what? It was a pain to do. Charlie Huckle would have to re-record stuff. It would take forever to render. And then when you get the rendering, there'd be an audio issue with the software I was using. It was terrible. That's why it took forever. It literally took years. I've had this idea for years. Yes, I'm saying it. But it took years to craft a show. It finally came out. It's actually been pretty successful for my standards. You know, I've had, you know, double-digit views almost the first day. Which for me is awesome, you know. <laughs> Again, I told you about earlier about people getting millions of views. Nowhere near that. Never will be. Um, I, I, I just, I, I just won't. I won't be able to do that. Um, but it's very fun and entertaining, right? So Fractured Games is out. It's a difference maker, and it's gotten some more eyes onto the Inspired Creations home front. That's four programs. All right. I knew I was close, and then I received some inspiration to develop the fifth program that just went live recently, and that newest program is on YouTube, so I'll now have three YouTube shows and two podcasts, and that newest YouTube show is called Beating for All. This one will center on my passion, my love for doing perler bead art. And as those of you within my inner circle know, I've been doing perler bead art for years. So, the, this content on each of these programs are all different. And to help differentiate these things, Charlie Huckle put in extra work to create a distinctive logo for each program, a distinctive theme song for each program. The content is different. Podcast, Icebox, Anything I Want, Podcast, Comic Complex, Strictly Comic Books, YouTube Show, Revelations, Toys, uh, pop culture stuff, Funko Pops, great stuff to show you on camera what you can get out yourself in retail stores. Fractured Games, me having fun playing video games with you, having fun with it. That's the important part. Beating for All is on Perler Beat Art. Guess what? Just like anyone can listen and talk about anything they want, the icebox, anyone 
can find an awesome comic book to read or liter- any literature in general and, and know the real passion of reading, anyone can do that. Revelations. What is dear to me are toys. What is dear to you could be something else. But it's about finding it and showing it off and having fun with it. Anyone can do it. Fractured games, video games, any games in general, anyone can play those. It's for everybody. Perler beat art. Guess what? You notice a theme here? Yeah. Anyone can do it. These are all fun venues to do with your, by yourself, with others, with your kids. That's what it's all about. That's what I'm all about with this now achieved, and I'm going to use a word that my cousin told me, network. I have a network to bring to you creativity, family-friendly fun, and an escape from reality, and all these things you can do too. So I'd like to thank my cousin one more time, Dominic, for getting me into the podcast craze and pursuing it. I wish he'd be on the show more often. Maybe maybe that's my fault. Maybe I had to get Charlie Huckle to book him. I don't know. Um, but he's a great guy, and I pursued it. And then recently on another social media thread, he said, I have a network. And it didn't occur to me that, yes, it may not be perfect, but I do have a network, and I have a voice. And that voice is one I want is what I want to extend to all of you to remind you that the world is still a great place to be in. It's never too late to create. Enjoy every moment you have and have some fun while you're here because the clock is ticking. That is what I'm most excited about. I am proud to announce that I've achieved a goal of being able to produce five distinct shows or programs, as I'd like to call them, um, five distinct programs that I can bring to you to hopefully just give you a moment of fun, make you smile, and make you laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, Inspired Creations, H-O-M, has a network for you. Okay, everyone, um, that's going to be about it for this show. Um, I want to thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day. This is a little longer episode, eh? Uh, I'm pushing 48 minutes, and I still got to plug all my stuff here. Um, I know I kind of just did that before. That was more about the network achievement. I'll tell you all the specifics in a moment or two. But I do hope you're all doing very well. If you actually are listening to this podcast still and enjoyed it, please, for the love of all that is holy and unholy, let me know. I want to be able to know that I'm actually making a positive difference to you or to anyone. You can let me know that by going to iceboxcast at gmail.com or sending me an email, rather, to iceboxcast at gmail.com. And I told you that if you ever do send comments or questions, I will read them on the podcast. So, um, man of my word, um, the newest episode of Fractured Games, which features Dr. Mario and Excitebike, um, I had a comment on there, and it was from the Brett Bums, and he said, awesome video, homie, through and through. So thank you very much for that comment, uh, Brett Bums. I appreciate that. My uh, newest program, Beating for All, uh, had a comment, and it said, great show, Bead Arts, or okay, uh, learn to read. Most influential speaker from House of M. It said, "Great show. Uh, bead art is lots of fun for all." 
And that comment came from Jessica Fromm. So thank you very much, Jess, for saying that. It is for all, and that's what this content is all about. We have another comment from uh, the Fractured Games episode that featured Dr. Mario and Excitebike. This is on our social media page, um, and it was from Matthew Medrano. And he says, oh, God, those are probably two of the worst games ever. There are reasons we never played those games. Honestly, I give you kudos for even figuring out how to play Dr. Mario. I think I remember trying to play that game and not having a clue. Excite bike, recycled pole position. Yuck. Way to place third a few times. I didn't like the song you sang either. I sang a song on that episode, and it was brilliant. Okay, if you could sing a better song, let me know and let me hear it. But until then, that song was brilliant. It was dumb. Okay, it was dumb. Uh, he says, great show nonetheless. Still looking forward to more. So thank you very much, Matthew, for that comment as well. And another comment from my YouTube program called Beating for All. This was a direct email uh, from Joseph Medrano, the wild card. You remember him, don't you? The wild card actually wrote in and he says, first show, I guess, that's what it had to be, just introductory. But could be a cool show if you do a random drawing in the beginning. Pick three things and randomly pick which one you end up doing live on the show. Speed up the actual process like you do on Revelations. Hard to have an interesting convo for that long. I agree. I agree. It was a pilot. It was the pilot episode. I've actually since uh, recorded with uh, Charlie Huckle four new episodes of Beating for All. Um, and they are compliant in what he's suggesting here. Um, the actual beating portion uh, will be in silence, uh, put together by, you said some new music, right, Charlie? He's shaking, he's, he's behind the scenes, so he can't really talk, otherwise he'll pick up, but he's nodding his head, yes. So yeah, he'll be pr producing some more music um, during the beating process, which will be in fast motion again. So no worries there, wild card. Um... Let's see, where did, where did I leave? Okay, also do a fan suggestion live. Well, it's hard to do it live because these programs are all recorded, which is why I implore you for suggestions to any of the programs I am now doing, and you got five of them, any of the programs, email me like the Wildcard has been doing, uh, iceboxcast at gmail.com. And that's how you'll get it on there. But yeah, it's the only episodes I do live is on the Facebook page. And you can find me on Facebook at Inspired Creations HOM. Uh, I haven't really been doing too many uh, live Facebook live sessions because I've been doing, or I've been too busy with the actual programs that uh, Charlie Huckle and I are getting out to you. But um, let's continue. Let's, let's, let's learn to read a full paragraph, shall we? Let's actually put down your ego for a second influential speaker and read what you've been requesting to read an email from a fan can you do that can you put aside your ego it's hard to do but can you put aside your ego and read a fan email okay sorry wild card i am i, I apologize i didn't do this to anyone else that i read right no i didn't i'm doing it to him i don't know why here we go okay back to that back to it there you go um, also do a fan suggestion live. They obviously have to submit one, but still, oh, see, had I just, had I just kept reading the sentence, I didn't have to go into my explanation of, well, I can't do live suggestions because of this and because of that. I used to do Facebook live, but not as often because I'm doing this and doing that. If I just read the paragraph that he wrote, everything would have been fine. God. Why do I have five programs when I can't even do one? Okay, here we go. Um, also do a fan suggestion live. And let's reread the sentence that he's writing like 400 times. Okay, let's do that. That's how you keep listeners, people. Also do a fan, <laughs> also do a fan suggestion live. They obviously have to submit one, but still. Mention it into, mention it into, it gains, oh God. Mention it. I'm going to read it the way he has. I can't do it. I can't just read the paragraph. That's why you got to keep them short. Right? Uh, let's see. Matthew and Joseph kept the comments long. 
um, the burnt bums and and Jessica, they had them nice and short. I didn't have any problems with those. Apparently, when it comes to reading lots, I get I get issues. I have issues. Okay, so I'm gonna read it as he wrote it because that's what I that's that's the hero he deserves. That's the recognition he deserves. Okay, here we go. Also, do a fan suggestion live. They obviously have to submit one, but still, mention it into it gains some steam. So I'm some he's probably saying you know mentioning it beforehand will get people to more interested in watching it in advance. So good suggestion, Wildcard. Okay, you could probably have this show 10 minutes long. Do two or three Perler Bead creations in that time. Holy cow! Two or three in that time? Well, ironic that he says that because one of the shows we just recorded actually promotes two creations. And I don't want to spoil it, but um, it's basically taking the design of one, and well, you know what? Let's do it. Let's 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 throw it out there. Little little bit of a tease. This is my DC fan dome, if you will. This is Inspired Creations Dome coming coming at you here. So I actually did that. I took a design. I did some ninjas, uh, and they're basic basic designs. But there, I did a ninja. I did a female one, a girl ninja with a color scheme and a certain weapon. And the weapon that she implores in this uh, Perler Bee design is a golden double-edged sword. And anything she slices will turn into gold, right? So I took that same design and turned it into a boy ninja. And the boy ninja has a solid sword, only one blade, but that sword is made out of ice. And whatever he slashes, whooshing, turns into ice. So I show, I show people how you could take one design and make it t- something totally um, into another character. And then I also, this is kind of alluding to what Wildcard was suggesting too. I, in that episode, I actually throw out a challenge to actually name the girl and boy ninjas. And when you name them, I will probably announce that on a future Icebox uh, podcast. And I'll also post it on the Instagram page, IceboxCast. A picture of the... Uh, Perler Bee Ninja, boy and girl, with their names. But that's got to come from you, the viewers. So, there you go. There's my little Inspired Creations Dome um, teaser for a future episode of Beating for All. Okay, let's get through the email. Here we go. You could probably have this show 10 minutes long, do two or three bead creations in that time. I don't know if I can do that. But great intro music. Oh, cool. Again, the intro music is all Charlie Huckle. Uh, very, he, he, he does a great job. Um, I don't have a, a, a tone to save my life, so thank God for him, and he puts together some fun jams. I think he's done a great job with all of the themes and little musical interludes and all the episodes on the YouTube shows and the podcasts, and they've only gotten better. To the point where I recently suggested to Huckle um, that he might want to redo some of the earlier themes. Uh, including the icebox, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. He's shaking his head. No, he loves this intro, but well, that's fine. They're great nonetheless. And um, yeah, I think his most recent themes that he put together from Fractured Games and Beating for All are wonderful. So very, very good. I'm glad to hear that, Wildcard. Great intro music, fun and energetic. That's the point. That's what we're trying to do. Remember my whole spiel before? That's what we want to do. Great. And this is from the Wildcard. Anyone know the Wildcard? Coming from him, this is huge. This is huge. Um, show, oh, so the show has to match that energy. Cur- uh, currently doesn't. Well, there, you see, I just inflated this huge balloon, and it deflates instantly like that. But that's okay. Not everything can be sunshine and rainbows. Um, I, and that's what the emails are for. I will read comments, criticisms, suggestions, questions. I'll take it. And yes, it was the pilot episode of Beating for All. It's only going to get better, hopefully. And I can't do that in 10 episodes, maybe not even 20. Look how long it's taken me to get a voice with the icebox. Um, Revelations, oh my God. The earlier episodes of Revelations, whew, they were they were something, I'll tell you that. But they're time capsules. I've only been improving each show. So with time, Beating for All will only get better and better as well. So thank you very much for that. Uh, great intro music, fun and energetic. Show us to match that energy. Currently does it. But again, it was just the pilot. Yes, it was just the pilot. 
fast-paced show, use that music during the speed-up of the process, or similar to it. First fan suggestion, Heisenberg logo. Oh, look at that. He's just, wow, great email, Wildcard. Thank you very much for this. Um, I hope I, I, I um, answered some of your questions that you had there and kind of alluded to some of the things we'll be doing with Beating for All. Beating for All has got some traction, okay? I got um, uh, some great people responding to this show, uh, and I'm, I'm, very, I'm very excited for it because this is the most recent show. It is beat, uh, Perler Beat Art. It's not something anyone, ever, just everyone is aware of. Um, but I know some people are doing it themselves, and I follow plenty of Instagrammers that do these things too. It's out there, and I'm really happy that I've been able to um, uh, inspire others uh, with this as well. Um, again, that's all I want to do. So speed up the process of the show. Um, different music, or what did you say? Use that music during the sh- during the speed up of the process, similar to it. Yes, and I I, I always I actually liked. I don't know, Charlie Huckle. That that's your department, but. I like the music that was played when um, uh, the speed round happened in the first pilot episode. But again, that's just one song, and I'm sure Huckle's got a ton of other ones um, that he's working on too, especially for the new era episodes here. Um, but yes, we'll we'll definitely play with that as well. Um, and his first fan suggestion, a Heisenberg logo. So um, I'm excited. I just want to I want to get this out there. So so one of the future episodes for beating for all again is has the boy ninja and girl ninja. Again, I'm trying to do designs that are quick enough to do on this show. So some of the more complex ones that I show in in the in the latter half of the episodes, no way I can do that in the time, even with fast forwarding. Anyway, so yeah, I say that now, but you know we're developing the show as we get as we go along with it too. But that Donkey Kong one that I showed in the pilot episode, that would have been that would have been super tough to do and record at the same time. So that's why I show those bigger pieces or the other pieces that I've done um, after the show in their completion. Um, and they're available to purchase. I'll just throw that out there too. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll see. I, I'm trying to keep the designs basic, and I have some fun ones coming up. So again, here's my Inspired Creations dumb uh, teasers that I'll let out for the future episodes of um, Beating for All. Um, again, you got the boy ninja, the girl ninja. You're going to see something coming from... Um, uh, movie properties like Ghostbusters, Star Wars, and I'm even doing something from Major League Baseball. So I haven't done a TV program yet, so Breaking Bad with a Heisenberg logo would be phenomenal to do. I just got to find a way to make it small of and recognizable. So I'm going to take those suggestions, uh, Wildcard. Thank you very much for the email. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Matthew, Joseph, burnt bun bums uh jessica for all the comments i appreciate it um keep them coming i'd love to read them and you'll hear them on the icebox okay so uh let's wrap up the show once and for <laughs> for all um, you can hear my podcast, uh, like this one on SoundCloud. Um, but yeah, I mentioned comic complex. You can hear that as well as SoundCloud. It always premieres first on SoundCloud cause that's my host. Um, but you, you later hear it like 24 hours later, you can hear it on iTunes, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Um, my YouTube channel is Icebox cast. So the programs I have on there are revelations, fractured games, and now beating for all. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the little bell so that you can get alerts when the new episodes come out. Find me on Facebook as Inspired Creations HOM. There I'll post all the links to the podcast that I just mentioned and the YouTube shows. Um, so follow me there. And I also post work of my vector art uh, stuff that I do for the Cricut applications. I've been so busy with this uh, YouTube stuff and um, getting those shows because they're, they're a lot of work. Uh, I know I'm the talent. And I just kind of do have to record it, and Huckle does all the background stuff. But I do oversee him doing that, and I got to make sure they're put out to my standards. It's a lot of work, and when we have mistakes or when we have to wait for renderings to occur, well, it could be easily 2 a.m. in the morning, and I'm still waiting for final edits. So um, we're busy. We're around the clock with this, but um, it'll come. So the best place 
is following us on Facebook as Inspired Creations HOM. You'll see all the links for all these programs there. You can also go to Instagram, and you can find me there as IceboxCast. There I usually just post all kinds of like Pokemon Go stuff, um, usually pictures from the Revelation show, and now I'll be posting pictures from Beating for All on there too. Um, so check that out. Uh, it'll also be on Instagram as Inspired Creations HOM. There, that's exclusive for my vector art, which is phenomenal. I did one recently with uh, featuring the new Godzilla vs. King Kong movie. It's based on the artwork uh, cave paintings from um, Godzilla King of the Monsters at the end credits. Uh, so take a look at that. It's really, really cool. I, I like it. And again, I was uh, showing digs, and you can take the vector art and make it all kinds of different colors. Um, so you can have all kinds of fun with that and customize it. You will again, we can customize those things for you and put them on t-shirts for you. Um, they're made to order stuff. Um, and also what do I, I, so I, I, that's the other thing that I actually put the products that we do, um, on that, uh, Instagram account too, which is inspired creations. HOM. Um, I think that's about it. Well, again, we've, I've really won run overtime on this. So thank you very much for, uh, bearing with everything. I'm very, very excited to have been able to achieve a goal. Um, and that's five programs for you to enjoy, laugh, and smile to. Um, Icebox Podcast, Comic Complex Podcast, Revelations on YouTube, Fractured Games on YouTube, and now Beating for All on YouTube. Take a look at them. They're all family-friendly. They're all there to make you smile, have a good time, enjoy them, and let me know what you think of them. I will read all comments if you send them and questions, suggestions uh, to iceboxcast at gmail.com. Send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. My goodness, thank you so much for listening to this today. Use your voice. Just watched Hamilton based on the suggestion of the birthday girl, and she wanted to watch it even though she's seen it, I guess, five, six times prior to this viewing of it. I had never seen it before. We watched it in uh, two days because we watched the first half in one day, the second half in another day talk about inspiring that could be a whole podcast in and of itself great great production but hamilton also inspired me to realize that like my cousin said i have a network and i am choosing to use my voice get ready inspired creations hom has five programs coming at you each with their own unique voice and you will hear about us thank you so much and remember until next slime may all your cakes be tasty